My name is Keyshawn Holmes. I'm a 23-year-old owner and founder of Rich Royal. Your why is what you're building your foundation on. You could literally get out here on these streets and make $10,000 a month. You know, we'd have pop-up shops like literally broke in like the hood. You know what I mean? How y'all doing? It's Marlon Watts, co-owner and CEO of World Envision, and we back with another one on the Activate Your Vision podcast, baby. We got a special episode for y'all today. We're going to be talking about how to market your clothing brand to 10 k a month. We got our boy Keyshawn here from Rich Royal, yes, all sir. the way from Georgia. Yes, sir. I don't know the specific location. Douglas, 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 Georgia. Georgia. Douglas, Georgia. Douglas, yeah. Georgia in the building right now. <laughs> and uh, I mean, just let them know what is Rich Royal, how you got started, and what's a little bit of background on your brand. Yeah, man, most definitely. So um, my name is Keyshawn Holmes. I'm a 23-year-old owner and founder of Rich Royal. I started Rich Royal pretty much like after high school. Um, I was just trying to figure out what I was going to do because I didn't um, get to walk at my high school graduation. So like that took me through a real deep depression just trying to figure out like what was next for me. And at that point, I kind of made it up in my mind that I didn't want to go to college. And um, then I tried like the military, but that didn't work out for me either. Damn. So, you know, and like where I'm from, bro, it's all Always like the statistic is you go to college or you go to the military or you're not gonna be successful. And um, you know, I kind of had Rich Roy in the back of my mind just due to the fact like in high school, I used to wear like best dress and stuff like that. So, you know, I was always into fashion. So um I just dove into it whenever I got out of school and like I really had nothing but time on my hands to execute. So I just started Rich Royal um, in June of 2018. And from there, bro, it just took on life of its own. And like, you know, like now it's it's it's, it's insane. Damn. Man, I'm going to say shout out to my boy Keisha for coming on here once again. And before we actually get into the questions, make sure y'all hit that subscribe button. And I need y'all to do us a special favor. I need y'all to go to activateyourvision.com and check out what we got to offer y'all. Let's get it. So I'll I, I, I just pop it off first. Um, I mean, whoever watching this video, we definitely been uh, hitting over 10K um, in a month for sure. Uh, we have days that's way blowing past 10,000, but there's a lot of brands out there that's just starting up and they just want to see how can they just do a 10,000 in a month. I'm sure you've probably seen 10K days yeah. for sure. Yeah. But let's like just try to easily just walk them through and take them to uh, helping them make, you know, helping them get to 10,000 10, a month. So uh, what, what's some ways that you just started scaling your brand? Like once you got your product, and then once you got out the uh, major store online, what's some things that uh, that you did to take your brand to start getting some sales? All right, so we um we kind of had our focus set on like doing more in-person sales in the beginning, where um you know we didn't really I didn't really know how to run social media like that that well. So um before we even really like just started pushing heavily online, we was pushing out in person, you know, going to Clark Atlanta to do pop-up shops, FAMU, um, Spelman, you know, Morehouse, all of that. Like every college campus that there was a following, you know, we'd have pop-up shops like literally broke in like the hood, you know what I mean? Like we was in a, like everywhere where we knew it was gonna be like a big event, like a cookout or anything like that, we would just jump out there. And then at that time, we were so simplified to where we only had like two designs. We had like our split, well, two colorways. We had our split design, but it was like red and black and blue and black. We were just pushing them, and from there, bro, we was just able, um, we was just able to gain such a quick following because, like, every person that was coming to buying something, we was either letting them leave with 
a card or, you know, like our social media information or we were collecting their data. And it was just like real simple from there. And then like, you know, um, over time we just started to realize like marketing tactics we could use like, if you, um, if you meet us at first 100 people at this pop-up shop, get $10 off, you know, you know, I mean, not $10, but $5 off of a $15 tee. And, like, you know, like, that would just, like, help us get people engaged, like, get people there to where we were going to be at. And um, that's how we kind of built our following. How, like, how, tell them how important, like, or I'm going to ask you, how important um, is it that, um, you know, doing the pop-up shops at the beginning is, like, for the, you know, for your brand longevity? Like, how, like how is it important that your customers get to actually meet you in person. Like, how big is that for the brand? Like, did that, yeah, would you say that helped you out? Yeah, yeah, it's life-changing because, like, um, for the customers, for one, it's not, like, something I'm only seeing on Instagram. You know, it's like, oh, this is a real thing, and, like, this is something I, you know, I feel connected to. So, you know, they, um, you know, you'll have people who will buy your product just because, like, they, they support your message or they support the fact that, like, you right here started from the bottom and you, like pushing out of your trunk or something like that. So, um, you know, it just leaves them with something to go home with and that they'll always trigger back to like, man, I remember y'all was like out here, you know, in the middle of the road selling shirts and like now y'all operate like wherever you take it to, you know, it's like it's something that they always have in their mind to go back to. So like that's like the um, most important part that I, f I learned from like being out there in front of the people was like people can take away so much other than like a tangible product. You know what I mean? And I have a were you making 10k at that time doing pop-up shops because i remember even when we started doing pop-up shops i mean when we actually started doing pop-up shops uh -huh. we were at least doing 10k a month just off right. pop up yeah right yeah just off pop-up shop been on one pop-up shop right but over ten thousand right. in that month just from just selling yeah. out in the street most definitely yeah yeah yeah, yeah. And so that's possible yeah for the definitely. listeners right now yeah you know like yeah. go put yourself in that environment you can we not even talking about a Facebook ad, nah. creating content, having a website. Bro, this was before we even jumped on Facebook ads. We were like doing 10K in a month. Like maybe, like you said, not at that one pop-up shop, but like over time or throughout that month, like, you know, we might take 3K from one pop-up shop, then 5K from another, you know, like, and then, um, you know, just on the online, you might have another like 2K and that's like right there, 10K in a month. You know, like it's like building blocks like that, that we just realized like this is what's gonna help us grow the brand even faster. It's like getting out here in front of the people, you know, rather than just trying to push, like post and promote online. You know, like obviously, you know, that plays a big role now, yeah. but it was like, before we even knew what that meant, who was, was out streets. here? Was on the streets. Yeah, we on call, the streets. Right. We call getting on the streets. Getting, take yeah, exactly. Street. Can, exactly. you, can you bring us back doing like give us a little bit more of your story, bro? Because like we were just talking a little while ago and you were telling me how like you was working at Walmart. Yeah, I was working at, so yeah, um, bro, right in 2018, that was the year I started Rich Royal. Mm -hmm. I had just got a job um at Walmart, you know. Um I was just trying to figure out like how I could get started funding the brand. And so um I got a job there, and I was working 1 to 10, Monday through Friday. That was my schedule. And after that, I would go home and, like, plan, like, sketch out designs. I didn't really know how to use, like, Adobe or, like, anything like that for designs or anything. So I would just, like, sketch designs from, like, 10 to however long I could stay up. And, you know, um, I was doing that every single day. And so, um, you know, I was, at the same time, I was making money from Walmart, and I was putting a budget aside to start the brand. And um, in June 2018, the brand came to life. I started the brand, and from there, like, I was just investing everything I had into the brand. And, like, even when we were making money from it, I was putting it right back into the brand. And even into yourself. Yeah, exactly. You getting knowledge, like, besides, besides even, um, that's another thing that, like, if you, if, you, if you, like, trying to start a brand, trying to start a business, anything that you're doing, 
yeah, you may be putting dollars into the business, right. but you're also putting like knowledge into yourself. Yeah. And that's what ultimately help you take the brand to the next level. Exactly. Because you could easily just be putting up a lot of money, but if you ain't doing the right things that you need to be doing or putting the money in the right places, which that's a lot of brain power that you got to use to exactly. make those correct decisions, right. then you wouldn't be able to be successful. Exactly. Um, and at that time, bro, I was, um, when I first started Rich Royal, I had like a mini space in my mom's garage that I was operating out of. Like I just found an old clip from 2020, like the like two years after I started the brand. And I was like talking about how, you know, at that time I just wanted to go full time with the brand, you know. Um, and you full time right now? Yeah, I'm full time. I've been full time. <laughs> 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 Yeah, and you know what's crazy, bro? I was telling him, like, I left right at the start of COVID. That was, like, the scariest time to leave because I'm like... Bro, he said he wasn't even running ads in 2020. I wasn't even running ads, bro. I was still doing pop-up shops. Like, I was still doing pop-up shops. Like, but then, you know, it slowed down because, like, you know, COVID came. Like, and then it was like, okay, no, no real pop-up shops. But from there, we was just, like, consistently creating content for Instagram, you know, um, Facebook, so, like, all social media platforms. And that's, like, where I feel like we were just, like, growing because our main thing is, like, keeping our customers engaged. You know what I mean? So like we had we built a community before we even like tried to become like, you know, like just focusing on being such a bigger brand. Like we we wanted our people that was buying from us or, you know, not even buying from us, just sharing our posts to feel connected to what we had going on. And like that helped us grow. And I feel like even now, bro, like, you know, with the data we've collected from that, um, like even if like Instagram and Facebook ads like were shut off tomorrow. You know, we, we've collected so much data and learned how to collect data so well to the point that, like, I don't feel like, you know, it wouldn't be a drought for us because, like, we, we know how to, like. There'd be a new way to get new customers. Exactly. Exactly. Point. So, like, yeah, that's that's what we're at with right so now. So, y'all hear, hear that, huh? Ads is not stopping you nah. from making $10,000 a month. Nah. You could literally get out here on these streets and make $10,000 a month. And I, I got a question for both of y'all, because um, I want, every, and myself, I want everybody to uh, answer this. It's like, what? Like, uh, it's, two, it's a two-part question. The first question is like, uh, what would you do right now if you had to start from zero sales? I mean, I mean, I obviously want to say pop-up shop, but I, re I really want y'all to talk about like specifically where you gonna go put these shops up at. Like, cause easily you could just say pop-up. Right. But like, right. give me like the strategy behind like doing like a pop-up shop. What, what would you start, Marlo? Oh, well for me, what I saw that always worked best, worked best is putting yourself in position. And what I mean by that is um, most people, you and you said it, most people think about, oh, I'm about to go pop up at the barbershop. Right. Or, you know, I'm about to go pop up at this event or whatnot, which is cool and fine and dandy. But what I, what I say is how about positioning yourself where people are actually already going to be flowing. So when we was doing pop-up shops on college campuses, we wanted to put ourselves in the student union close or close to it where everybody was coming to eat lunch and we wanted to put ourselves in position to make that sale. Um, we looked at things like Essence Festival, where it is not like you have to be the biggest business to get an Essence Festival, right. it's just applying. Right. And they have festivals, all of Bronner Brothers, you know, it's festivals where, the, where your target audience will be, and it's just about putting yourself in that position where they already gonna have buku people. That way you can then 
try to capture that market, that community. That yeah. Now you got people passing. Hey, come check me out. This is what I have. And it's also another thing is like, it's not letting the pop-up pop you up. <laughs> like you can't just be at the pop-up shop and then expect people. You expect people just to come to support you. Mm-hmm. That's not what it's going to be. Right. Like you're going to have to go make that sale. You're going to have to go make that connection. Even if they don't buy something, like you said, even if you're getting data or follow on Instagram, right. that may be a win for you. Right. That may be a win. And so uh, if I had to start all over just with the pop-up shop set up, I would position myself around colleges and universities. Um, I guess another thing, I, I guess you could say the mall kiosk, we did the kiosk thing. That's a similar sort of pop-up. And you can do short-term leases. So like for us, we were right. signing a year-long lease sometime because we know that we wanted to be in this area. But you may be a smaller brand, you like, I might have just tried this out for three months at this mall, tried right. out three months at this mall, tried right. out three months. They got like 10 malls in Atlanta. Yeah, you know yeah. And, I mean? that's, so, and, and bro, we, we're, we're actually getting our first pop-up I mean, kiosk in the mall right now. So like that's- um, Working on that? Yeah, that's like- oh, that's, that's going to be our next thing um, going into the next month. It's yep. like- we're, And that's start your team building. That's another video for another exactly. day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, uh, yeah for sure. what, it was, if you don't mind me asking, what's like the, uh, the lease? Like, how much you got to pay a month to have a, a kiosk a in, like, kiosk Atlanta? in a month? Um, I think it's like a thousand. A thousand? Yeah, yeah I think I was, was like eleven hundred. But listen, we had one that was eleven hundred, eighteen hundred. I mean, I feel like we had one. We had three kiosks. We had three we kiosks at one time. Forty-five hundred dollars a month just on the kiosks, and people may be like, "That's a." I feel like one building sometimes costs yeah. forty-five hundred with no no lights. No hey, they wi- don't have no traffic. No Wi-Fi. Right. Like the mall got traffic 24/7. 24/7. 24/7. But like with, with that, are y'all paying them a percentage of the sales? Yeah, yeah, it was it was like a percentage of the sales, but like we never really reached. We put our threshold higher than what we like, was expecting. Yeah, than what we was expecting. So that's that's the thing. A lot of and the, and the thing is, a lot of kiosks they may not make that much money. So we analyzed like you know we had we we did. That's the thing. They got us one time. They got us with, oh, we had to pay a percentage of ourselves. And we like, you know, almost the percentage that you got right here, we barely break it. We got a team. Mm-hmm. A lot of little kiosks, they, those people, they work that kiosk all day long. Right. I'm technically, once we had the system going, I'm not even at the kiosk. So you guys aren't even accounting for me having to pay team members. Yeah. Right, right. Fact. Yeah, so the sales, like, talking about total sales, don't even, like, and not counting, like, the, all the people you got. It's really... Like, we really took the kiosks, bro, and used it straight for marketing. Like, literally straight for marketing. Like, a good thing about the kiosk for you, if you go into it looking at it like this, you're going to be very successful with it. It's like using it just to get your brand in front of more people right. that may not know about you. Right. You get what I mean? Like, don't really look at, look at it as like you about to make a million dollars or you about to blow out your online sales because you're not. Right. Because there's so many transactions that you can make in that one hour online than the amount that you're going to be able to make at the mall. At the mall. So right. you're not going to ever make more money at the mall than online. Right. But if you look at it as just marketing, as just something to create content with, it's just something to bring more people and get your get community involved, yep. that's where you want to be at with it. So let's just say you make $15,000 in a month you know, from the kiosk, and you make profit only $2,000 after you pay everything. everything. Don't look at that as so bad because at the end of the day, you still got so many more impressions on your brand, Facts. views, eyes, all that. Facts. Even like, even think about you posting your kiosk on your Instagram and somebody, you know, somebody in New Orleans that follow you but may not be in Atlanta, but by them just seeing that you have a physical presence in Atlanta, they're like, hey, let me order online. This really, this really something real. Right. It's not just online. Right. You get what I'm trying to say? So that was 
a way that we looked at doing the kiosk. And um, uh, that's an easy way that somebody could bring in over 10,000 in sales if they open up a mall kiosk. Like that was, and that's good, bro. I'm glad, I'm, 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 I'm glad hey, you're actually doing that. We want to take this time to tell y'all, subscribe to our channel, like this video, run us up. Also, we got another special, special, special treat for you guys. We're going to be doing a three-day class this January 23rd, 26th. The class will actually start. You could go ahead and go to activateyourvision.com to sign up for that. Appreciate it. Yes, sir. Let's get it. Hey, um, I say uh, let's, let's, let's get a view of three tips um, on, you know, if they're an upcoming clothing brand, just three tips on uh, what they need to be doing if right now they have zero sales, they may have 12 shirts, they may have, you know, 10 shirts, whatever. What What's three things that they need to be focusing on right now um, so they could get to that next level and, and, and be able to be making $10,000 a month? Right. I, let me, let me take on that one first. Um, out the gate, <laughs> you need to definitely be creating content. Creating content. Creating content as much as possible. It's, it's like, now I'm realizing there's no such thing as too much content. You know what facts, I mean? Bro, it's facts. no such thing as too much content. Secondly, um, you need to be creating systems as well. Um, but then again, like if you're starting out, uh, you, you may not be in the space where it's like, you know, a, a real whole system is like if beneficial to you. But I would definitely say, um, you know, putting yourself in a um, position to where you can learn from other brands and like take it, taking knowledge from um you know, other brands such as like a World Envision or a Rich Roy, you know, all the brands out there, you know, it's so much you can learn from anyone. Um, don't ever feel like you know it all. Um, and then three, my, my third one would be um, consistency. You know, like nothing. Consistency, I'm going to add in consistency and execution. Like, you know, staying consistent with whatever you're doing, you know, how the information you're picking up on and then executing on it. Fair. Like that's like the main Fact, three bro. that I would give someone. And, and I say I appreciate you because uh, we were just talking a little while ago, and you was like, you, you we, we had posted like a private YouTube video. Yeah, it was like generate gener generate millions for your brand, mm -hmm. and you had uh, you was one of the people that had got it. Right, and you were telling me how much information you were saying that you had got like a good bit of information from it. So what you saying is like other people learning from other brands. Mm -hmm. Even me with you, I'm up there asking you questions like, how did you do this? How did you, how did you do that? Because there's so many ways to make it like right. there's so many ways to build the brand right so like uh i'm always learning bro like right. like like literally i'm learning from you right. you know you may be like i'm learning from them but i'm asking that's why i'm asking different questions because it just helped me open up my mind to new things right you know that i may not be aware of um but i'm gonna just go ahead and get into my three like my boy said create content i gotta put that on my number one list for the first one <laughs> but number two i'm gonna say i'm gonna steal it right now do pop up, do pop up shops, do pop up shops. Get into doing pop up shops, and then I would say number three, number three, um, just uh, just don't be afraid to just put yourself out there. Uh, don't be afraid to just take constructive criticism from um, you know either your friends, your family, or people you don't even know on social media. Uh, just take the constructive criticism and um, use it to improve your brand. Yep. And Go ahead, Marla. All right. Well, I say my three is I'm gonna say something a little different from y'all. One, that cost of goods. <laughs> Bring your cost of goods down because you will notice that you're gonna be able to get more product, yep. make more money, and we talked about that in a couple of our other videos. I saved some guys some money by actually doing economies of scale because once you get more, you're gonna increase your profit margins. Well, then you can add to advertisement or you can add to your bottom line. So first of all, it's gonna be 
getting that product at a competitive price. So scanning the market. You, I know you got your, your screen print guy. I know you got your distributor. I know you got your manufacturer. But nothing hurts with uh, comparing the price to the next business or comparing it to the next manufacturer. And then saying, hey, maybe they said they could do it for five. You sure you can't do it for this? Right. Uh, you know, it's like Playing it's back and forth. negotiation. Yeah, yeah, right. It's about negotiation so that you can ultimately put your business in position to be successful. And I think that's what like a lot of brands, they, they don't know that. Like they could, like they, they hear a price and they think like that's the best okay. I can get it. You know what I mean? They know not knowing like, you know, you get so many from a screen printer, it bring your cost down. You know, and um, it might take you going from getting that 50 to getting 100 just to get that cost a little cheaper to where you you making more profit from that. And, um, you know, I think if a lot of people knew more about that, like, that would help a lot of more brands thrive as well. Thanks, bro. Yeah. Um, two, your why. I ain't hear y'all say that. Uh, you have to have, yeah. now that you got affordable product, now it's time to put a message and a meaning behind what you're doing and conveying that message of your product to your audience. And then uh, lastly, I'm gonna say, you know, keeping up with the books. I always say that um, just as far as like, nobody don't walk around and don't know how much money they got in their bank account, how much money they got in their wallet, you know, every dollar, you right. know what I mean? But when it comes to people businesses, when you start asking them, like, how you know how much you actually made, or how much, how you know how much you actually spent on a product, or how you know how much you actually spent on marketing, right. how do you actually know that there is no real answer. So, you know, using services like QuickBooks to, uh, you know, be able to create financial statements for yourself. And then ultimately with those financial statements, I'm trying to put you in a position now, you're going to be able to take that at the end of the year to get exactly. tax returns. Exactly. Because without tax returns, right. you're not going to get bank funding. Or 100%. funding, period. 100%. So I say that those three steps, you know, first starting out, you know, to help you generate your, your 10K. Because one, I, walking back through it, the cost of goods is going to bring your actual cost down so that way you now can increase your margins and add that either to the bottom line or to marketing. Um, two, we talked about, well, two, oh, a why, a strong why. You have to stand on something. Your why is what you're building your foundation on. So if you're going to build a, side, a skyscraper, you're making all this money, but you don't have no foundation, no wide, no, no, no solid slab, you're going to build all this, you're going to make $10,000 that month, then the next time you're going to make 2000 because it's all going to crumble down. And then last, your books, keeping up with your numbers, because how do you even know if you made 10K? How you know if you made 10K or lost 10K? Right, right. You know, that's important for the future of your business. Yeah, most definitely, 100%. I definitely agree. Um, how, how important would you say that that is in the beginning, though, like, for one, like, knowing you know, like keeping out, keeping out of your books in, in together. Like for someone starting like right now, you know, and they're like, okay, I just watched your video. You said I need to have all of my books together, but like they ain't probably not making any real, real money. You know, like Man, it don't matter. You gotta, you wanna keep track of everything. Exactly. Like we was, we right. were doing our books. We was only making twenty thousand dollars a year. Same. So you know, at that point, we saw it scale up. We were able to handle when. Yeah, it made it, yeah, yeah it right. makes you know what you're scaling. You know what you're scaling. You don't want to scale if you're not making money. Or at least let's just say if you're not making money right now, but you say, oh, all right, if I sell an extra thousand shirts, then I'll be starting to you know, make my profit. Then you'll know. Just knowing your numbers and knowing your business right. is going to put you in the best position. Knowing your numbers is knowing your business. Like if you don't know your business or you don't know your numbers, like you're not going to be able to grow. You're not going to have 
nothing to look forward to. You're not going to have nothing to be like, oh, this is where I'm at right now. This is where I'm trying to be. Exactly. And then going back to your second, second one was um, like, how does someone know their why? Like, what, what do they need to be doing to stamp their why? Like, oh. I, I got my, like, I, right now I'm starting my brand. I got my why. Like, but how am I stamping it and letting people know and, and installing it in people's mind? I, I, I'm going to give a couple of examples. Um, one being that you, everybody have a different story. So your why may derive or come from your story, your actual story on how you actually got to where you wanted to be. Right. So that's going to be different from for everybody brand. And you have you you should be conveying that in your story, in your why. And then your why going to be like, for us, we want to have people to trust in their vision, activate their vision, motivate them if they feel stagnant or trapped. Because one, at the end of the day, we felt stagnant or trapped. One day we didn't know what we wanted to do. What we realized is that we were, we had a lack of knowledge to be able to accomplish the things that we wanted to accomplish. So now everything that we do is to promote that. You know, is to give the next person the knowledge, is to raise the awareness on the next brand. Right. Because that's what we really all about, because that's what we realized put us in position. Exactly. And now we just paying it back tenfold. So we building a solid foundation on something that helped us out and now we able to share it to the next person and then um the and I'm like, I, I add something to like the to like the you know help me get your why out there um it's like also everybody that joined your team gotta know why they do also so like a lot of things is like not just us or not just me and Marlon is like pushing our brand why right everybody that's a part of the team yeah because so I caught that when I came in like the secretary was at the door she stated the whole like the why the brand like everything to a T and I was just like damn like that's so if you're not if you if they not living the why of the brand then right. it don't make no sense for them to even be a part of this you get what I'm saying so everybody who who a part of this team. They are part of that same message and that same culture. So being able to have them on one accord, like all of us on one accord, like we like one big army. Right. You get what I'm trying to right. say? We not we not just a bunch of individuals that just gathering every day. Right. We like one big army. Right. You get what right. I mean? So like you really want everybody unity. that's on your yeah, team. I heard you yeah. say unity. Yeah. That's one of our core values. Yeah, and that's one of our core values. So like you, you really want to get your whole little package of what is this brand even about you won't get that all the way down and just leave it at that and every time you get into a space of somebody asking you what your brand is you should be telling them the same thing it shouldn't be today you started your brand with six hundred dollars and then tomorrow you started your brand with nine hundred dollars like just you know just come in and just whatever your story is that's your story Thanks. and being able to uh you know get that across to somebody as quick as possible and, and getting that same message across from anybody if marlon's saying it Lou saying it, I'm saying it, Dejalyn saying it, whoever it is, they able to put that same, you know, that same message in your ear. That's what you, that's what everybody need to be doing, bro. And that's, that's kind of like that word of mouth, like, you know, right. you going out and actually telling somebody about it. And that's where yeah. you get it for also, yeah. bro. Respect. Hey, one more last time. Make sure y'all subscribe to this channel, like this video. Hey, leave us a comment. Let us know. What part of this video you enjoyed the most and what parts maybe we should go more in depth in uh, um, on the next video? So we got the last question. I know, man, is it, it went crazy fast, but um, what, what would be, you know, something that you would want to leave with an entrepreneur right now that's at, you know, one, just starting their brand or maybe doing zero to a thousand dollars and they're like, man, I want to see my first 10K. One thing. One thing, man. Don't. Lose faith. Stay consistent. Trust in your vision.
Because, <laughs> um, you know, like, it, it's, it's like, I'm pretty sure, like, even y'all can relate, like, it, at, you know, having expectations for your brand. And it's like, you know, if, if it doesn't hit that full expectation, it's not like it's the end of the world. So it's like, okay, you know, looking back at like what you have accomplished at that, at those times where it's like a little discouragement, it's like going back to that, it helps you realize like, yeah, I, if I, even if I didn't achieve this one goal that I felt like I, I knew I was going to obtain, it's like you look at everything that you obtain along the way and, it, and that, that'll that help you realize like, man, I just got to keep going because it's yeah. like, you know. And it, and I got it, a perfect story on that. I ain't mean to cut you off uh, the what that was, November, Black Friday, like our goal is to do a million dollars. So we wanted to do a million dollars, but we did 800,000 and we could be like, God damn, we ain't do a million. But like, we probably made more money in that one month than, than ever. 20 brands put together. Right. And you, you know, we could be sitting like, with our hair done, like defeated, but we, but we still like, we did more than, we did more three times as much as last year. Like we should be proud of what, what happened. Right. So I, 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 I that's that's crazy, man. I uh, I really want you to. Uh, are we gonna are we gonna do like a part two? We gonna we gonna yep. we gonna get to the part two. So all right, I I, I want y'all to make sure y'all get 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 watch this video. And if you're watching this right now and you hit and you hit me telling you this, make sure y'all go to the next video where we're gonna be talking about manufacturing manufacturing for your brand, um, and how we plan our collections, how we do drops. And in that video, I want you to tell them also about like how you started a, a brand previously, right? And you know that wasn't that wasn't the brand that you have now, right. and um kind of just because you got so much more to your story too, right? That the viewers um don't know about. So uh, I want you to get into that story in the next video so they can hear that hear that and all the people who you know made it might have started a brand before and you know they might have quit or they started another one. I want you to give them a little encouragement right. that that brand might have wasn't it, but your next brand might be it. Right. So it ain't over. May, hey, make sure you check out part two. We're going to continue to give clothing brand gems on, you know, how to market your clothing brand to 10K a month to bringing them to manufacturing and sourcing. So it's going to be a full package right here. This part one, we appreciate y'all. I'm Marlon Wise, co-owner and CEO of World Envision. And trust in your vision out there, people. Stay motivated. Stay blessed. We talk about it all the time. You have everything that you already need right there in front of you. It's just waiting on you to take those steps and execute on it, you know, and uh, continue to get knowledge, continue to read books, continue to listen to podcasts, continue to put yourself around people. Environment is key. Get mentors. Listen to Activate Your Vision podcast. And we out, baby.